0: best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for It's Okay. It's Not Okay. Now on Drew Garabo Live. It's an easy road. Article sound system. And your
1: sadness, to show.
0: And Josh Heinrich. Uh, we'll get back to your calls about the medical marijuana mom. That's a thing. Moms giving birth, testing positive for marijuana. Alabama has prosecuted several mothers who used marijuana during their pregnancies, including one who used it to treat her epilepsy.
2: Oh, man. That just reminded me of the story. Remember the people from Michigan that were traveling through Alabama and they had their kid, t- their baby taken away because they found a couple joints on the dad. Yeah. I wonder whatever happened there. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, that guy that called earlier, who was like, oh yeah, they're never going to take people's kids away for weed. That's a fantasy land, but yeah. like, you can feel that way living in your state or wherever you are. But thinking that the rest of the country is on the same
0: page with that, I, I just think it's not true. And let me tell you, um, you don't want any encounters with DCF or child protective services. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details, but I had uh, I had cause to have them visit my house to make sure oh. that that I was providing a safe house for my son. And they will literally check the refrigerator to make sure there is food, check his bedroom to make sure he has a place to sleep, and then grill you. I shudder to think what would have happened had they shown up unannounced and there's burning tree in the house. They would have snatched my baby. Yeah, yeah they probably would have. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. What's so, up, Jessica? So where'd you have it hidden? Well, I mean, my brother-in-law <laughs> gave me the heads. He's like, dude, once they come, you know, you got to get it out of the house. It's in my car. Hey, Jessica, what's up? How are you? I'm
3: good.
0: How are you? Oh, no. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm, Hello? Oh, hi. Sorry. The phone kind of went hey. robotic. Hi. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Very well. Thank you. What's going on? Oh,
3: not much calling um, because... There's two and a half now, but when I had her um, two years ago in the Tampa hospital, um, she tested, well, I tested positive for marijuana. She didn't test positive, but they still sent DCF to my house. I had cops in my hospital room um, and it was. You know, it was a traumatic experience
0: to deal with. Talk to me about that. So, were you at home, and the and the and the? Because in Hillsboro, they're an arm of the Hillsboro County Sheriff's Office. It's Child Protective Services. Did they just uh-huh. did they just show up at your house and say, "Hey, look, you tested positive for weed. We're here to search your crib." Mm. Came into my
4: hospital room sure.
3: and when I was still in the hospital with the baby. Yeah, and um, you know, and I had family there visiting. So, not only is it embarrassing, oh. but you know. They'll just come in and start talking about stuff no matter who's in there. Um, So, you know, I had to deal with them coming into the hospital and trying to not let me take my baby home.
0: Good God. Um, uh,
3: So so then when I finally was able to take her home, um, they did schedule an appointment to come the first time, but then they came unannounced about three times after that. Good God. And. I've never had any issues with ECF in the past, sure. so it was strictly based on me testing positive in
2: so, a hospital. So, so what? And I'm sorry if I missed this. What was your weed use like? I mean, were were you just burning tree with a baby inside you, or were you taking edibles, or like yeah. what, what, what were you we doing? Yeah, I mean, it
3: wasn't. It wasn't technically medical. I didn't get it from a doctor, but um, the, the way it started is I was prescribed to several um, medications for mental health when I got pregnant, sure. and they were okay with me taking those. But I, after like reading about them and seeing the risks that are proven with those medications, mm. I tried to stop taking them. You know, I didn't want to take them while I was pregnant, and you know, whenever you need medications like that, it's not good to just stop taking them. So uh, my best you know way around that was to use marijuana for the different issues i have and i talked to my um, my doctor before doing it right. and she kind of off the record told me that it was a lot safer than the medications i was on yeah legally yeah. tell me it was okay but she made made it clear that it was okay but not all top hospitals will test um, right. Test you? Just some of them do. So the one I delivered at just happens to test, yeah. and it's actually up to the doctor whether um, the hospital presses charges or not. Um, so I guess they decided to. I guess I, I have so no idea why.
0: Are you clear now? Like, are you you in the clear legally? Are they are they still visiting? You get monitored. What's your deal now? No,
3: um, no not at all. After about the third visit, um, like you said, they came in. They check the refrigerator, like walk through the house. Um, yeah. they took my seven year old into another room and, and grilled her and yeah. um, so after all of that they that's did a... that about two or three times and then they kinda of cleared it and I haven't heard anything since
0: good. Well thank you. That I'll tell you, that's a stressful situation when uh when they come to your house, they're grilling you and then they pull your kid out of school and you find out when your kid got home that they pulled him out of class to ask him questions about his living situation. And yeah he's like nine. Oh god
2: i was gonna say good thing it was before the the ice pack maniac era because he could have just threw you right out of the bus I'm like get this son of a bitch out of here i can't deal with him anymore yeah, no kidding yeah.
0: <laughs> my dad's a little unhinged lately he seems on edge and i detect the dank <laughs> aroma emanating uh, from his bathroom could you check that out uh, that would be messed up man, man that would be his great revenge and then i'd be carted off to jail like uh xander you're gonna have to go to the na- yeah i'm already there dad uh, taken care of What well, do you think they found out where your weed was
2: I mean I think there is a When it comes to pregnant women I think there is a, a There's a line of, of what you could do Probably the least amount possible To get you where you need to be I remember this was in the last two years I went to somebody who may or may not have You know been a drug dealer and you know they always want to they want to ha- you want to hang out oh, yeah. you, they always have the biggest bongs and sure. it's always just so there was a bunch of people there and i sat there for probably about an hour with some people that i didn't know and it was just this gigantic bong going around the room yeah time after time after time hell yeah and then out of nowhere one of these girls that had not gotten up the whole time stands up and i swear she had to be seven eight months pregnant huh. and i mean that that's not okay oh Well, I mean, I understand if you got to get a little medicine in you to stop the morning sickness. Do what you got to do, but you're not going to tell me that eight bong rips in an hour is is good for the baby.
0: (laughs) I only smoke with eight month (laughs) pregnant girls.
2: Actually, my first experience with a pair of juggalos was that uh, we we played a show. We went outside. This guy was like, "Oh, I love you guys so much!" And like, you know, they were passing something around. And then, uh, yeah, his, his. very 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 pregnant wife was there, and uh, they pulled out like a gigantic bag of MDMA as well. Oh and, hell yeah! And I was just like, no thanks on that. Dude, that's cool, she's but like my mouth ain't pregnant. You think if you had a Venn diagram of women who
0: smoke and juggalos, that the middle's very full? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> women who smoke <laughs> while pregnant, juggalos. There's a huge huge meeting <laughs> of the minds there. It pains me to know that's true. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. So. Shifting gears into today's it's okay, it's not okay. A dude pled guilty in a deadly fist fight outside a Tampa nightclub. He threw a punch, and he's going to jail for eight years. Two men got into a dispute over a woman's purse outside Club Envy in Tampa. So jealous of people who go there. And uh, 32-year-old Edward Taylor was punched Allegedly, after he reached for something in his waistband, allegedly, and uh, that punch ended up taking his life. Killed him. Hmm. Okay or not okay to do eight years for one punch. Mm. Followed by 24 months of probation.
2: Yeah, this reminds me of Cameron Poe. Uh, he was fighting for his woman's honor in the parking lot. Put and the uh money
0: back <laughs> in the box. Sentenced to seven to ten years at San Quentin. Don, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grab Alive. He stabbed a guy, though.
4: Sorry. Hey, how are you guys?
0: Hey, what's up, Don? Doing real well, thank you. You?
4: Doing all right. I'm I'm at work, but yeah. you know, life moves on. Me too. Um, what do you do for work? Yeah. Uh, I am a manager at a law firm. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Nice. They have managers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I mean, an you office can call us that, but. like an
0: office manager, like a like an HR manager, like what type of man? Baseball manager? What type of manager?
4: Uh, that'd be super cool, no, so I basically like bill attorneys. we work with a bunch of clients, so okay. I bill attorneys like Morgan and Morgan and all a whole bunch of people. Oh. Um, I bill them out for stuff that we do for them. Oh, that's cool oh.
2: so if yeah. i if I don't like what my attorneys do, can I say, let me talk to your manager
4: <laughs> honestly, I mean that will get you anywhere if you're Karen enough,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> you can get anything you want
2: i'm very'm I'm, I'm pretty Karen heavy, yeah
4: there you go. So,
0: all right, so you, did you call about the uh, medical marijuana and the moms?
4: Oh, man, I got, so, yeah, I mean, I can talk about anything you guys oh, are talking about, but, right, yeah, that's sure. actually the reason I called. I thought so. Um, first off, not cool to go to prison for eight years for punching someone one time. Yeah. Not cool.
0: He didn't mean to kill anybody, um, but he did kill somebody.
4: Right, but, like, I'm a concealed weapons permit holder, right? So, like, I, we're training to, like, de-escalate in uh, any kind of confrontation, yeah. right? So you don't pull your weapon. Right probably go for just about anyone like just de-escalate it yep. so two dudes outside at a bar yelling probably drunk yeah you know but i mean for punching someone I no know. i don't think that's eight years man a that's a long time not cool yeah um Anyways, mm-hmm. so i was on anti- i'm on paxil for seizures and my ex-wife and i were gonna have a kid and we were talking to the doctor about it and he's like no you absolutely have got to get off paxil um, if you want to have a baby. And I said, Okay, well what can I take that's similar that's not gonna be detrimental to a baby? And he was like, Nothing, absolutely nothing, is going to treat you as well as your antidepressant does. Oh wow. So I said, Okay, well I don't need a baby then. But I have a feeling that kid is probably having more issues jittering and whatnot because they were withdrawing from the antidepressant she was on.
2: Yeah, that's that's the um, point too. But she still tested positive for it. Yeah. So I mean I don't I don't know. He, yeah, I I,
4: I feel like the baby was probably hungry because of the weed, but I don't imagine jittery because <laughs> Interesting. A weed, I mean, right? Like,
2: well, I don't know. Maybe the mom had ripped a heavy sativa right before she went <laughs> for labor, and the baby was just a little paranoid. I, mean, I hate paranoid. I'm babies. pretty
4: sure, like, if you were born in the 70s, your mom, pro- all of our moms, probably ripped one before going to the hospital, anyways. Not we're all my mom. Normal. My
0: parents never did it, but my mom did burn heaters while she was nursing me. So, oh, really? You oh, got, yeah. you had that Marlboro milk? Yeah, I actually had an ashtray indentation in my forehead until I was six years old. <laughs> Uh, thank you. My for- mom smoked yeah. two packs a day. Yeah, pregnant yeah. With these damn parents. Uh, thank you, though. I thank appreciate the call, and uh, and I hope you have a wonderful night. You too. Take it easy, guys.
2: You too. I know we're bouncing back and forth with everything, but in regards to the guy that got punched and, and killed, I wonder if you can prove that the punch that this man threw wouldn't kill. A certain percentage of other people, whether whether it was whether it was right in the perfect spot, whether whatever the you know variables were that led to it, if, if one of the defenses could say it is so rare that this punch could have killed a person, right, that the
0: fact that it did is an anomaly and he can't be punished for it. It's a great question. It would probably go a lot further than his defense, which was my intentions were never to harm the victim. It was only to restrain him and that was it because I was scared. Well, restraining someone and punching someone, those are two different things. Seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five. Hi, Carl.
1: Hey man, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, so I wanted to, oh, I had something before that, but uh, I'll mention that you know, getting into a fight with someone, whether it's your fellow man or a woman, um you never know how it's going to end. So uh, one one smack could lead to someone falling and hitting their head. I've, I've watched a whole documentary about it. So one punch sends you to jail. It depends. I mean, you may not have thought. You may not be a bad guy. You may not have thought that it was going to be a major deal. Get into a little tussle, whether it's at a bar, with your friends, whatever. Um, so that's why I have, uh, you know, growing up in my life, have, steered away from getting into confrontations and stuff like that. But as far as the uh, whole, um, you know, DCF thing with the moms and the marijuana situation, um, dude, I've had, um, you know, when I, when I got with my girlfriend and over the years going on four years now, congratulations, um, man. Don't delay. Well, one, yeah, So hear me out. So okay. literally, you know, you know, being a stepfather, next thing you know, the The school that the my, my stepdaughter was going to, she was saying that she was had, having headaches. And out of nowhere, um, they were like, oh, well, you need to get her tested for her eyes. Who was these, having these, headaches? These oh, Carl. I mean, John. You know, next... Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, you're making me nervous now. Oh, Anyways. Sorry.
0: seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I thought the first take was perfect. Honestly,
2: was the, the one single take. Because he's right in the sense of... It's almost like your theory behind not helping people on the side of the road. Right. You're trying to do the right thing, but you could be hit by a car or Mm. jumping in to save somebody. You could end up drowning. Even if you're fighting a noble fight and you have no reason to believe that you're going to kill anybody, it could very well, a trip, a fall, a hit on the corner of a table, and then not... And then you're losing your life too. Like you've not only got to deal with the fact that you killed somebody even though you didn't mean to, but just it's not I'm, I don't know what's being worse, being dead or being in prison.
0: Being dead is always worse. Well yeah.
2: So either way it's bad. You're going to maybe go to prison for the rest of your life.
0: What's up, Ned? What's up? I heard you were uh, people were on there imitating my voice and I'm I'm, I'm not too happy about it. I'm not, I'm not I don't have a lot of heat, but I got a little bit of heat. So wait a minute. This is this is Ned. This is this, is, this really this really sounds like Ned. Re-
1: the real deal, the real mf and deal.
0: <laughs> is this really Nedley Mandingo? Ask
1: me anything, dude. I mean, some 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 fat trade trademarked my voice, so anytime anybody uses my voice, it costs me fifty cents a syllable. So that's why I'm calling in, dude.
0: That's this totally is Ned. Hit. That's totally him. This is Ned, right? Like like like. I mean, if it's not, it's somebody doing a damn. Good... What are your initials in real life, sir? Uh, MVW. Oh man, that's totally yeah. <laughs> well whether or not it is you for real it's great to hear from you and uh and thank you for lightening our spirits today
1: yeah well it's good to, good to talk to you drew grabber i said some horrible things about you in the past really awful and i just wanted to say it was a fentanyl talking and i apologize deeply
0: all water under the bridge my man i said some horrible things that i regret as well and uh you know one day we'll tell them to yeah tell them to me now Tell me those horrible things right now. I can't. Uh, but uh, but but let's get together over some beverages. All right. Oh, let's do it. Thanks, Nedley. You son, you son of. <laughs> oh my God, I'm starstruck.
2: <laughs> me too, dude. Wow, what, a, what that was really? A, that, was, wow, that, was, that, that was I believe really, that. I believe that was. I mean, know, that was really. Wrong. That was well. It was Ned. I mean,
0: I don't. I'm, I don't. I don't know anybody else. That was totally him because I I was trying in my head to think what the voice really sounded like and it sounded exactly like him. Yeah, no, that was it.
1: That was it.
0: Wow, I feel so starstruck. (laughs) Skip, what's up? So much I want to say. Hey,
1: what's up, man? That, uh, that dude, Sucker punched
0: that guy, man. He deserves that eight years. And Bubba still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, mean, I, I don't necessarily, you know, seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and 800-771-1025. Well, that was, <laughs> that was really something. That really, really was. Wow. Oh, uh, we got to come back and talk about this uh, David Chase from The Sopranos. I think he's way off base. Do you do you agree with him? Um, I mean, this
2: is going to be, I think it's a new battle. It's a new battle now that streaming has become so different and where streaming things live. It's not, it's not as straightforward as if it happened five years ago when everything was a little more cut and dry. Everybody seems to have a problem now with where their stuff is going to be available and how
0: it's going to be available. Agreed. And we'll get into that next on Drew Garabo Live. You looking for a better way to grow your career right now? This message is for you. Climate Design Home Services is really, really busy right now, and they need to hire experienced HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians right now, along with sales and support people as well. Here's the best news. When you join Climate Design, you're going to be part of an outstanding employee-owned company from day one, and you're going to be working in a fast-growing, sustainable industry with a solid future. Climate Design Home Services is located in Clearwater, and since 1973, they've covered the Tampa Bay area with top-notch A.C. installations and repairs, plus superior home services. And their customers are crazy about them. Just look at the phenomenal reviews they get online. You can take ownership of your own career today when you start working with Climate Design Home Services. Interested? Of course you are. Go to ClimateDesign.com. That's ClimateDesign.com. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.